0: This is part two of our interview with Jeannie Gaffigan.
1: Eugenie, when did you become aware of the divisions in the church?
2: All the stuff that I got exposed to is um, because I was just too busy before to notice any division in my parish or there was a division. I mean, I wasn't awake, okay, because I was busy and I was not thinking there was any nickels worth of difference. I just thought it was all part of the same thing. It's like you do the homeless thing and you help people. And then obviously you make sure that you lift up people who are suffering from like racial inequality. And you also help an unwed mother who's faced with the, you know, should I have my baby? Like, it's all part of the same thing. And then the pandemic happened and I saw that like people didn't think it was, and it was shocking to me. And, um, You know, now I think that the question that you, oh, I don't want to jump your, I don't want to give away your question because I feel (laughs) like trapped for it, Um, (laughs) is that I saw just the attacking of each other was so such a disgrace and it was so eye-opening. And I know that like probably all of us in this podcast have like gone on the attack, Mm -hmm. but I still feel that it's not, I'm just going to attack someone today. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like that I've ever engaged in that. And if I had God forgive me and please somebody come to me and tell me I've done that. Mm -hmm. But what I'm seeing is people just viciously attacking Mm -hmm. each other. And I see a movement, a movement within the Catholic Church of a bunch of people who aren't going to put up with it hmm okay and so recently there was that whole thing that went on like where um a certain bishop who i was always like kind of a fan of because he had this amazing like media there it was actually good produ- well-produced series and i was into it because i'm a producer right and a director and i was like this is really well done and and then all of a sudden I started seeing like, because of being, uh, awakened to some of these things, I won't use the, the word, woe. word it broke. Oh, okay. So I'm so, <laughs> so the reason why I like started to <laughs> really kind of engage in this dialogue is because I got kept in I, I got pulled into it by the vitriol of like people who started attacking me for no reason. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started being like, wait, does everyone what's going on? And then that's when I found Mike, you know, right. and I had articles <laughs> <I> like, <laughs> And I found where Peter is. And I was like, okay, there's this is a whole thing. There's a movement. I found Melinda. I found Rachel. I found Leslie. Hi Leslie, if you're still on. And <laughs> no, I one. It's a movement. It's not groups and, and uh, you know, this, us against them. It's a bunch of, like, um, you know, ignorant people. No offense to the people who are ignorant, but you are. And who are not aware of how damaging, what they, how they are treating our faith and our church, mm-hmm. what they are doing to it. And there's a whole bunch of us. So get ready that are not going to put up with it because it's not true amen and we're a movement and we're coming i'm not i'm not interested i don't have time to sit here and just snipe back and forth at each other right i'm saying this is a movement that is moving in a progressive direction. And I'm sorry I used the P word. I know there's no purpose on the <laughs> but show. But you don't even mean it politically. You just mean it like literally, yeah. Yeah, but even if I did mean it politically, I, I don't. But I just, it's like, it, it's like I literally could say, like, I remember, here, here's a good example. I knew that there was a bunch of crazies out there. Jesus so, like, unleashed, man. I'm here for I'm it. down, but anyway, Mike so is sweating. Mike wipe the brow. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. Oh, well, I am no, I I to do it like that. It's like when we start going, you know. <laughs> okay, so, but anyway, I, you know, there were some things where, like, I have a disabled sister, okay, and there was like at, a few years ago there was this huge like woman's March. Remember that with the, um, mm-hmm. the big yeah. And, cats. Yes. Yes. and there was this whole like, you know, us against them all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And so I was in a position where I was not really like involved in this whole thing. And my sister's disabled though. Right. So somebody posted some uh, disabled people at people or people experiencing disability. I don't know if there's a proper way to say it, People mm-hmm. who were not, you know, th- people who are experiencing disability at this rally saying rights for disabled people. Right. And I was like, I like posted it and I was like, yes, you know, it's like disabled people like are people who are mm-hmm. uh, marginalized. Mm-hmm. And um, it just was a beautiful picture of all these people who are going in their wheelchairs and saying, I'm going through all this trouble to go to Washington and hold up a sign and say, I'm part of this like movement too, where I want, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I think my sister had shared it with me and she felt like connected and I tweeted it. And then I got all this people attacking me because it was like, I was like pro whatever message was going on at the, like everything that Mm -hmm. was disagreed with. I was like, and I was like, because I said that disabled people should have rights. Like that's Mm -hmm. all I said. Yeah. Mm when you start going down that uh, path and, or you start using like unborn children as a shield, mm-hmm. to, so you don't have to make an argument and you don't have to be logical and you don't have to think and use your brain and you don't have to be in, you don't have to open your heart to Jesus mm-hmm. and love. And you are you, you're disrespecting a human life by using an unborn child as an argument. That's, I believe that people who say, what about abortion, are disrespectful. They're disrespectful because they're not, they don't give a hoot. Sorry, no, I can't swear. uh, That was such a Midwestern Going back
1: to the classic (laughs) Gaffigan style without the piercing and the...
2: They're not really, (laughs) well, they're not also about the issues that these women are experiencing.
1: Yeah. That's one of the keys to Pope Francis, I think, is that, and that people, and one of the reasons why people can't stand him, it's because like, he will see, okay, you know, scientists and, and, you know, people in the third world, and all these people are warning us about like this climate problem. And he is bringing our attention to it from a Catholic perspective, for example. And he's being attacked for it. Because if he's talking about climate, well, that must mean he's one of those people, mm-hmm. like on that side, in that mm-hmm. group. And what, it's like...
2: What is the motivation? It's not a good motivation. It's, it's us versus them. Quality.
1: It's We want to yes, take those people it. down. It's
2: worse than us versus them. I mean, it is a mob mentality because I think that some people who are arguing don't even know what they're arguing about. Mm-hmm. Like I just experienced that where somebody started arguing about something with me. And I was like, I'm not even following what... I don't think you're even following what you're right. saying. So Talking you're about- say it's <laughs> against me, so there is some kind of right. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I do think that when Pope Francis is calling attention to climate change, and someone brings up abortion, there is a something really bad at work there, mm-hmm. because well, climate and the Earth ultimately is pro-life, mm-hmm. and it is for unborn children. And the children of mm-hmm. their unborn children, for the future, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, it's diabolical because it's like saying, "I'm stopping you right there because, you know, that you you want to hurt, like, or you know, it's like it's a it's a fake. Like, I don't believe there's any real love or charity or concern for the unborn. Well, of that argument. I- you know, I would
3: hesitate from any like, like, um, all or nothing language. So I would definitely hesitate from a like, there's no concern. But what I would say is this is a weapon a weaponization of the unborn and without their consent. So the reason why the unborn are so easily to be used as you know, to confront other issues into like, as if you're weighing them against them or dichotomizing them or, or weaponizing the unborn against other issues is because they don't have a voice right? Unlike victims of different injustices who do. So no. if I'm a victim of a different kind of marginalization, racism, um, um, like wage inequities, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. I can at least have a voice for what I want my cause to be, but the unborn have no voice. So it's very easy for them to be manipulated. And I will say, again, I would, I would hesitate from saying that with most cases, something would be all or nothing, but I do think the temptation is to maybe even take a legitimate desire and recognition of um, of an unborn life, and to grossly like manipulate that and to turn that
2: into. I, so I, I I am sorry if I said that they don't care, but I right. I I would also disagree with you that um, everyone does care. So oh, I, agree. I, agree. I do think that you know. Because believe me, I was at like prayer for life for years. I was at, you know, I was, I care about unborn children. I do. And Mm -hmm. their right to live. Mm -hmm. I don't care about it. Right. So, and I'm saying that I know that a lot of people who are, you know, just like that's their issue and there's Mm -hmm. nothing else, and and they will kind of buy into the whole like, Pope Francis is just trying to distract us from what's really happening by caring about Mm the earth. Like, That there is a big bunch of good people who love babies or whatever, whatever. But I'm saying the people who Who are are, running it, like, I don't think that those people are understanding that Mm -hmm. it's become a weapon. Right. It's a weaponization of a human life and it's of many human lives. And it's like actually showing disrespect for life by using it in this very, uh, you know, it's just... It's it's uh, you know very uh, I, I don't want to say disheartening because that's too wild a term vile. <laughs> I don't want to say vile because someone just recently used that um, gut wrenching there yeah. you go gut wrenching but no it's also think- it's kind of like it's kind of chilling do you know what mm-hmm. I mean it, because it's like you can't just constantly go back to the like that's not that's not progress. That's like insanity. That's like saying you're not listening to the fact that the world or the climate or racism or education or inequality and wages or these many other things that we need to spend our energy working on.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: We don't need to have 15 meetings about whether or not President Biden could get communion. Amen. Huge issues. Right. Inequality Mm -hmm. and unchristian injustices in the world that we need every bit of our energy and our brains and our power and our love to bring together and try to uh help and and progress as a church there's so many issues that are actually issues mm-hmm. those like it's just baffling to me yeah
0: What I hear you saying is, like, you're looking at the fruit of kind of a lot of these arguments and how they descend into this vitriol. And we're judging from the fruit of, like, does this promote division in the church or is this actually helping us move towards a place where we can address these issues constructively? Um, And so if we look at what the fruit is and if the fruit is more division and this increasing polarization and endless debate and argument and going nowhere, then that's not...
2: So what Wait, this way is the reason let me let me just put it this way. I know I know you're gonna say similar to it down this is gonna be long, no, I'm just kidding. Um so if Pope Francis is concerned about the environment, and I can I can substitute the environment on many other issues of social justice, uh if Pope Francis is concerned and you are saying, what about, what about ism, right? How is that helping? Like, what is that going to do? Is Pope Francis going to say, Oh, you're right. Forget about. Mm -hmm. And let's concentrate on what, but a Mm -hmm. message or a stance or, or is it like, what is the point? Like what, like, I understand the point of like saying like someone who is like a mouthpiece for the uh, church, let's say, starts publishing or standing on the altar and saying things that are harmful. I understand a bunch of uh, smarter people like getting together and saying, no, no, I'm calling you out on that. Mm -hmm. That's hypocritical and that's not what Jesus said. That's wrong. So stop doing it. That's not going on the attack for no reason. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so like, that's a movement that I can get behind and want to be part of because it goes somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. So if someone said to me, like, for instance, if I said, Hey, can you give, I'm raising money because I want to do a, uh, a, a big like catered dinner for this, um, group of people experiencing homelessness and I want to buy all this pasta and so I'm raising money. I need to raise like $600 and I want to buy like 10 cases of pasta of, uh, from Costco. And so deep says, deep. I know, I'm so detailed. And the person <laughs> says, no, well, the thing is though, is that um, I actually am raising money for like an animal shelter. So I am going to tear down your hmm. uh, fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, you know what, you're doing that fundraiser and I'm doing this fundraiser. And what could we do together to make mm-hmm. both of our things happen and all our dreams come true?
3: Well, and okay. especially because when, when you really peel it back, they're all interconnected. You know, what helps one cause, like legitimately, not manipulations, what legitimately helps one Absolutely. cause helps another. So we're so- working together. Mm-hmm. So,
2: climate change, as I just said, and, and it's about the future, right? Mm -hmm. You know, people who are, um, you know, pregnant with unborn babies have the future inside of their body. So they're, I mean, it's so connected. It's so obvious. And
3: if you took climate change too, we know that first of all, all problems, very much including climate change, disproportionately affect the poor, right? And when we look at the correlation of abortion, because I hate to burst some of these, People's bubbles that are out there talking some foolishness, but women don't typically want to wake up a day and go have an abortion, right? There are like there are stresses and factors that are involved, right? That is not a thing to actually want to go have an abortion. So um, when you look at those causes, like so many of them are linked to poverty, right? So addressing those root causes, it's all interconnected. Climate change, wealth disparity, um, just wages for the poor, racism, like all of those things are why we see, you know, um, higher rates of abortion in those like marginalized groups that are affected by these other problems. So to say that abortion, to compartmentalize it, it's never been, it's always been a fallacy from the beginning. And we
2: all, it, it's like, it's so clear, It's not like some people don't get this. Right. You like literally, I could come, I could call my eight-year-old in. What time is it? Yeah, he's still awake. (laughs) Um, And I could just put down and be like, is this connected? And he's like, yeah, of course, obviously. And I haven't like influenced him at all. But so why is it? Well, because you're well, talking about echo chambers too. You know what I mean? You're talking about people
3: that are making decisions based on self-comfort and self desires and self and and surrounding themselves by people who are like them and wanting to take care of them and their own and all of that. So I think again, I I mean, I don't know how I I don't know if we have like as much time left, but when you I mean there are I don't want to pretend like there are no answers here because there are answers. There are concrete things that have been done by organizations and individuals that have set certain narratives. And those concrete things have been motivated by racism and corporate greed and lobbyists for different causes, right? Those are all concrete things that have set propaganda narratives and influences in these circles. So I mean it's not a non-abstract for the 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 using of the of abortion and the unborn has been intentionally and systemic um from the beginning to keep those in power in power um and so i mean again i know we're at like one hour and ten minutes but there are answers (laughs) here
2: that was good okay anyway
3: (laughs) so yeah um i don't know mike's probably already like super sweating at this but
1: what oh hi hi everyone (laughs)
0: Well, I think moving forward, I mean.
1: Am I frozen? Oh.
0: No, you're not. Moving forward through like the divisions that we're all becoming even more aware of. Like, is humor the way we move through? You know, if-
2: I think that there's a way. How do we disarm people from- I think that what we have to do is we have to be like, it's a movement. It's not a fight, it's a movement. Mm -hmm. There's a movement there's always been when there's social change right mm-hmm. where there's where there's a disruption in the you know it's like a it's like a thing you know there's a right. a major crisis like a coming, pandemic right? and millions of people yeah. so and like things that have been i mean in the past decade for pre pandemic right there's been more like uh of a uh trend of like taking to the streets than there has in, since the 1960s right all of a sudden mm-hmm. like all of a sudden people are the streets again like people mm-hmm. didn't take to the streets for a long time mm-hmm. yeah. you know that right mm-hmm. and then, so then pandemic happened we're in this house right the the pandemic blows the roof off the house the light shines in we see all where all the cockroaches are living, where all the dirt is. Okay, that's there. a thing too. That's very triggering. <laughs> I'm <laughs> definitely walking. <no problem. laughs> oh, if you do anything, please. We cannot. I'm from Georgia. She
1: she really- I
2: know. Her. I know. Her. So, um, so but anyway, we saw some stuff that some of us were just like too busy driving by, like running around picking up kids, like doing stuff, and not being bad. And not mm-hmm. just concerned about our own comfort very generous people who mm-hmm. are helping each other just not being like woke right mm-hmm. not just and also by the way like i think that the some form of woke awake awaken is used like 86 times in the bible or something like that mm-hmm. you can go start looking that up now mike but That's um in fact, check me there. No, but it's like a, a big thing about thing. lamps and the waiting for the yes. you know or wake up. How come you guys are all sleeping? Wake, right. Stay awake. Stay alert. It's a thing that like Jesus, God, all them, all those prophets. I th- they're all. I th- about sometimes, what Bible
3: are some of these circles reading? And like, do you not blush with shame? Because even if you're not reading scripture at night, we hear it every Sunday. Like, do you not blush with shame when you hear these parables
2: that literally talk about being awakened and it's like they- literally describing right. I mean, and i would say, look, I I also agree on the reading of every gospel that mentions a Pharisee or a Sadducee. I definitely recommend going, Okay, how am I the Pharisee? Like you have to read well, that and way
1: that way. was a that was part of my transformation was like I was going to daily mass at a certain point when I was working for the church and mm-hmm. I had the opportunity, it was like in my building at noon, so Catholic guilt kicks in, and you go to Mass every day, but, like, it just seemed like every single day, the the gospel was, like, you know, Jesus tearing into the Pharisees for some kind of hypocrisy that they were, mm-hmm. or you know, some way that they were, you know, talking bad about somebody else, or, um, you know, the parable of the prodigal son, it's, like, I, and the homily was about the, the elder brother, and I was, like, holy smokes, like, this is, like, he's not going after the people who, you know, who are away from, for lack of a better word, the church or, for, you know, who who are. He was going after the people, the self-righteous,
2: the people mm-hmm.
1: who who thought mm-hmm. they had it all together. The and, people. And that's
2: why our movement. I just have to say, and I say our movement because you're you're all in the movement. By the way, I just dropped you all in. No, <laughs> there's the, the Fratelli Tutti movement. The Fratelli Tuti and Us Dream um movement is um we can't be self-righteous either right because we have to also look at like we're we can't be like we're jesus and they're the pharisees right because that's because it's yeah then you
1: get caught in it
2: right so it's (laughs) like how am i the pharisee in this situation so the solution not it's so this is the whole thing i went to mass today randomly I do too. And I haven't been to daily mass in a long time, but I literally was walking down the street and like daily mass was starting. And I was like, yay. So that's oh, so cool. I'm hoping that this is, was the, the priest. Cause you know, those Jesuits, sometimes they go a little rogue, but you know um, I was at I role roll mass today. Mm-hmm. And so was your gospel, the same as my gospel, I hope I'm doing today's gospel correctly. Um, gospel of Matthew 22. Oh, it was the bad,
3: not the bad. It was the blessed are you who like weep kind of thing. I was like, yes. Okay, um,
2: all right. So anyway, the gospel at this mass, I told you, it was Jesuit. They oh, miss- they really do do a different. No way. Well, I think. Well, this was a celebratory mass. Ah. Uh, not just a regular mass. It was a celebratory yeah. mass. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. for um, the my you know my daughter's class sixth grade class mass in memory. It's a callback. I just brought that up. So uh, but but they yes. in the mass I went to today. So it wasn't the daily mass gospel, but it was thou shalt love the Lord, thy God with all thy heart and all thy soul and all thy mind. I just, I had to like print this out. This is the first and the great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Like how it's like unto it. That's like really stuck out of me today. It's like loving your God and you should love thy neighbor as yourself so that's the solution so how we are not the um pharisee in the story is that we have to do this with love Mm -hmm. and the whole thing is is that it's very easy to not do it with love right Mm -hmm. so how do you do it with love when someone's like attacking the pope or you know just randomly like bringing up abortion out of the blue when you say disabled people should have rights Mm -hmm. or um i you know believe in like justice for you know people who are victims of racial inequality well what about abortion what about those babies that were victims Planned parenthood right (laughs) so it's like you're like no no wait you're distracting me from moving ahead and if mm-hmm. I engage with you mm-hmm. and you awake in me the diabolical uh, motivation to fight with you, mm-hmm. then I'm not he- helping anybody. Mm-hmm. So the answer is love because you just love. Uh, and also you can reprimand someone with love, right? You can be right. like, oh, I, you know, I disagree with, like if someone says, you know, uh, You know things are very there's very divisive things that people are very divided about pronouns and like you know people who are like um you know transgenderism like there's huge social things happening there's a there's something happening how are we going to move ahead with this as a church as a body of christ and it is with love that's how we're gonna do it that it sounds simple but it's like, how simple and complex at the same time, or that, like, like that paradox, is that, you know, thou shall love the Lord thy God with all mm. thy heart and all thy soul mm. and all thy mind. I mean, that is like, really hard. Right. Right. <laughs> so, it's a work. <laughs> so it's like, and then like that, you should love your neighbor. As much as you love yourself and as much yourself want you want yourself to feel good and have comfort and all these things, your neighbor is also that. Not your kid or your friend or the guy you have lunch with at the club or whatever, but your neighbor. Who is my neighbor? Can I pick them? Can mm-hmm. I pick who my neighbors are? No. Because your neighbor might be that person that you are fighting with. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like you, I'm, I'm moving this way. I'm moving this way. I'm moving ahead. You can either come with me. I love you. You can come with me Mm -hmm. or you could go and stay back there and, you know, keep talking your smack about this (laughs) and whatever and, um, not go nowhere. You're not going along with me. Because I'm moving ahead into the future and I'm open to Jesus telling me to love people who I uh, might not agree with. And if you love that person, if we we go back to my scenario about the raising the money for spaghetti and dogs, which was horrible, but it just came (laughs) to my head. Um, It's like if those two people love each other, I bet, you know what, I bet they can figure out a way to make both of their um, you know, little events happen, right. So, um, I think it's I think it's love. And I, I, I challenge you, uh, you, 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 you and all you 30, 29 28, 27, 26 Oh, my God, <laughs> um, I challenge everyone to um, try it. Because I'm gonna try it. Right. And it doesn't mean you can't be funny. Right, you just can't be like mean, you know. Yeah, you be charitable in your, you know, even if you're like that. Like, I feel like it's not if someone just like because you're a horrible person who's waiting outside the labor and delivery room with a machete. Like, if I like what the heck, Jeannie? <laughs> no, people me well, you. Oh my God, people are so nasty to me when I say nasty. like they are. You know, I love uh, you know, you know, I, it's like, I'll say something like, oh, go for, you know, uh, opportunity, oh, equal opportunity. People will be like, you're, you're evil. Like you go to out with Oprah and eat like pizza in basements with cannibals or whatever. Oh it's like, there's crazy, like people yeah. who are bringing, b- trying to Bring roll you down into their, their, their yeah. like craziness. And it's diabolical because there's progress and there's people, by the way, who are passionate about the unborn and passionate about the climate and passionate about the thing that can love each other and work together and say, you know what, you might be the hand and I might be the thumb and you're the ear and um, Mike, you've got to be the eyes. Sorry. Oh. oh
3: i'm not being anything that creates any kind of you know fluid <laughs> no nose toenail okay
2: what is, is dry you? You have. Me- oh lord we've lost <laughs> control. but look oh, no. at here here
3: here is fine i feel like okay. as long as it's clean but anyway um i do want to add something here really quick right so the other day, um, I tweeted a little bit about this. The other day, my son was bringing like this little bouquet of flowers and like the wildflowers or something. And I thought he was bringing it to me. And I was like, that's so cute. This boy bypassed me, right? And I was like, rude. And went to his sister. Now, when he went to his sister, I, oh, Lord, I had to take a minute, you know, compose myself. So, <laughs> and I was like. This is how the Lord feels. You know, as a parent, your kids are good to you, right? But when you see them being good to each other or having moments of connection or like sacrificing something for another, you
2: will take that any day over oh, the sweetness thing yeah. give you. Right? So, you guys, that was that, like Melinda. The spirit I, is... <laughs> yes, this, we're channeling the spirit. Yeah, <laughs> the fire is running. But...
3: Yeah, no. So I was like, so I was just like, so when you're talking about like how we move forward and I did also check myself too, because I was like, that's a cute story. And you learned something about God now apply that to your life. And I actually did apply it too to, you know, those who I most disagree with, you know, in the church and making sure that we always don't want that division. We want to connect with each other. We want to, now it doesn't mean we're going to sacrifice like truth or progress, like you're saying to do it. But it is to say like that is always the goal to in whatever capacity to love each other because I can promise you, like the Lord doesn't want us coming to him while we're training each other. Just like if my kids want to come to me after they've made me mad all day from bickering with each other, you can step on. Cause I don't want to hear that. And it's this whole like the whole thing where it's like, you know, like what is it? Leave your gift at the altar and go reconcile with your brother. Like that verse came to me too, with all of this too. Like the Lord doesn't want us bickering, which doesn't mean you don't have to stand up for truth sometimes, but he doesn't want us being ugly with each other. And when we're kind to each other, it pleases him so much more than just offering offerings to him. And I feel like scripture is very like clear and confirming that as well. So that's my spirit coming in. And that's my thing.
0: That's all I got preaching tonight.
2: Um, well Jamie's exactly. on fire too I gotta compete no, I'm just kidding I'm telling you I'm just so I'm like I can't that I that's beautiful first of all I love that whole thing and actually I it, something came to mind in my personal life that I had a conflict with someone that I want to resolve like it mm-hmm. you know like these kind of fruits like all of a sudden I'm like oh wait a minute I had a conflict with someone I love that I want to resolve and it I just kind of buried it and said, you know, I had this little bickering fight and we never said we were sorry, but we just moved on with our life. Um, And it's, it's, it is pleasing to God, but it's also pleasing to God where we have that instinct because I also am guilty of like wanting to like earlier today. And I'm going to apologize for this now where I said people are ignorant. Like uh, there's a tendency because I'm not like a genius. That's why I have to hang out with smart people like you. Um, because which we, wait, Which one are you talking to? We must all, know. You're all smart. You're all smart. No, singular. Um, like we want an answer. Smart. I mean, you know, I, I will say that like when you guys had Sam Roach on, breathless, oh, so smart, breathless, smart. Mm, shout um, out to Sam and Mike. I'm gonna
1: have to edit so that smart. out of the audio version, by the way. So smart,
2: <laughs> Mike. Get, wait, get, get the green out of the. No, but listen. Mike- Wait, but Sam was on, it yeah. so was my friend Tabo. She's amazing, too. Did you I- catch that one? Oh, yeah. I, and the only reason that I didn't sh- um, shout her out is because I'm not smart. Because I just wanted oh. to say that Mike brought me together with all of you people. So Mike is actually the the apex of the, he's the apex. Apex. Marketer. So, a connector of um, yeah, person. so but the, put that in your Twitter bio, that, Mike Apex. I did call people ignorant, all right, and that was not nice or charitable, but like I am so um, frustrated mm-hmm. by uh, people who are not, um, you know, seeing the, the absolute waste of time mm-hmm. of the bickering. It's like watching two kids yes. at your table being like, "No, you said you wanted to have the bigger one. No, I want the bigger one. I want the bigger one. I want the bigger one." And it's like, "What or what's happening?" Right. Yeah. I get to pick first. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like we we gotta end this and we gotta move ahead and make something beautiful happen because we're life is short. You guys like mm-hmm. we just lost a year. It's gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Look at your kids. A, look at a picture of this day, one year ago on your phone or whatever. And look at your kids, how much bigger they got. Okay. That's a, that's a I mean, we, we all got a little bigger, but that's, okay. I, and I, I yeah, but yes. We, we lost a lot but we gained even more. But you know, it's- (laughs) We all gained
3: weight. We all gained. We all got a little bigger. But the thing is, is that for me, it's frustrating because my, a lot of my messages that I write about are kind of trying to break this particular US church out of being so insular, right? We live the faith in such an insular way, right? And we need to bring back like the works of mercy and apply that to what that looks like now. And there are communities that are overly insular and it feels very ironic that so much of my energy is addressing again Catholics about
2: Catholic stuff and it's kind of annoying that's uh, let's love Melinda though it is love but I I think they're going like me where I just said all those ignoramuses over there you're loving people I was just angry but it's like it's ignorance to not want to hear the truth can we all agree on that and I'm very lovingly saying ignorance (laughs) but (laughs) what I'm saying is like Melinda like when you're writing something to sort of shake I mean because it's like it might not be charitable to the, the bishops to say yo bishops there are people suffering if you're spending five minutes on the communion for Biden issue because someone's gonna write you a check that wants to hear that, that's a disgrace. Pandering, I hear we have a convention of dentists here. Oh, who likes teeth, Who? Like I know what pandering is. You are making people feel good. So they will write you a big check. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, I, and the other thing is though, it seems that it's so clear to me that it's to put Cardinal Gregory in the hot seat to put Pope Francis in the hot seat. I think, and I think this is what Melinda was trying to get to. We're spending so much time on these internal, oh like, God. let's yeah. getting each other kind of thing. And it's like when oh Pope goodness. Francis was elected and and everyone was excited about him all over the world. Like, I mean, it was not to take anything away from from John Paul or from Benedict, but there was an electricity there. There were people whose eyes were being opened. There were people who were looking at the Catholic church in a new way. And it felt like a group of people within the church rather than taking that energy and turning it outward to the world and saying, this is the gospel. This is this is who we are. This is Jesus Christ. We are going to bring Jesus Christ to you with the message of Pope Francis, who is his vicar. And instead, it became this internal U.S. political struggle and th- i mean think about the man was elected when he was and i hate talking about this and thinking about this but it is reality he was elected when he was 76 years old he's mm-hmm. 84 now the last 8 years if we hadn't turned in on ourselves i mean there were concrete attempts to pull pull him back to stop him to challenge what he was doing and if you're a catholic who believes what the catholic church believes then you shouldn't be doing that to the Pope. And yet we, so many people did and were closed off to his message. And so I think the movement that you're talking about Jeannie is the movement that is trying to make up for those lost years, that is trying to bring the message of Pope Francis to the world. Now, granted, we all have friends and family who have fallen into this anti-Francis mentality and into this reactionary and QAnon and stop the steal and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And 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 I care about them. And one of the primary reasons why I started where Peter is was to draw people back from that brink. But at a certain point, it's going to be time to share the gospel with others. And if people are trying to hold us back, we've just got to leave them in the dust, you know, and, and, and it's really unfortunate. It's tragic for them. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, I mean, in, in the end that we're called to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. And for the last eight years, this group has been doing everything in their power. I mean, some of us like learned how, learned what that was from Pope Francis. Like that wasn't even, you know, I was sort of in one of those intular conservative Catholic mentalities, and I didn't really even think about serving the poor or social justice or standing up for, you know, certain issues and standing up for people in certain situations. And he opened my eyes to that connectivity. And, and it it just, it shocked me that people didn't listen because it spoke to my heart. It spoke to my heart.
0: It reminds me of what Jeannie was saying, how, you know, the way forward is love and the love we can look to is the love that God has, which respects everyone's freedom and doesn't Mm -hmm. force itself on Mm -hmm. people, but invites with the joy of the gospel, like Pope Francis talks about, or with the peace that it can bring you, and it invites people along, but isn't gonna force them to, they just, they need to open themselves to it, but we're not gonna force it, we're not gonna get angry, we're gonna keep inviting, and please come along with us on this beautiful journey with Pope Francis and and brotherhood and sisterhood in Christ. Um, That's such a good point, and I just love Rachel.
1: can Can I ask you for a favor, Jeannie? Could you tell our our viewers and listeners about our Patreon?
2: Oh. Yep. What is our Patreon? What we're inviting is the listeners to become a supporter of oh. yes of uh, what show is this called? Again, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Where and Peter I is? I was it. like, are we, we inviting? This is called P- I'm just kidding, but this is Peter's Field Hospital. But Patreon is for where Peter is, right?
1: Yeah. Well, where this put- is actually where Peter is live. We've like got we don't know how to do branding. So like the live oh, stream.
2: Okay, really... where Peter is in his affiliate forms.
1: Yes. yes. Just where Peter like, is. Yeah,
2: that's a so Patreon. In order, and, um, and in order for you to become a Patreon of this amazing revolutionary uh broadcast that is weekly on Thursday nights, eight o'clock um Eastern time, and mm-hmm. to tell all your friends to come tap in there's going to be some really exciting guests coming up i happen to know the secret sometimes there's coupons for free ice cream i thought it was tonight but it wasn't but i came anyway and i will have fun um and then i just found out that we never have ice cream but you're still here so we got you in the door and um maybe someday we will but um I would really love it if you all became Patreon supporters of where Peter is, because it's a really wonderful way to learn about this exciting movement um, in the Catholic church that is like real and true and loving. And um, I'm going to pass it over right now to um, Mike or Rachel, who will tell you exactly how. <laughs> so, to anybody, so anybody but Melinda... <laughs>
1: In the future, happy hour for our
2: it, yes. and family your, and friends. That's a, the VIP, like the VIP ice cream yeah. social. Yeah. Thing. And I could bring
1: oh, my right. celebrity, all of my celebrity fans, like Eddie Cahill, who played tag on Friends during a seven-episode run.
3: And this is the part where Mike starts to name drop. OK, he's going to oh, name drop. And Zach up.
1: Mabry, who played Porky on uh, in Little Rascals eight. when he was four years old. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: No, but it is this this is like when the whole Scientology appeal starts to come in. It's like all this yes. that join this movement. So you should join cool. it. Too. Like We're not guy. a cult. The world <laughs> sky is gonna come. Okay. Our you Patreon can't. link is
0: available on our website. If anyone needs that. Um, we want to thank Jeannie for joining us tonight. Nice, um, if our audience who's watching live would share this video in your feed so that others can see it. That would be awesome. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel or to our um our Petersfield Hospital podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts so that you get the audio from this episode and for the critical Catholic episodes are all loaded in that feed now. So um thank you for everyone for joining us for this long, exciting episode. We hope you have right, a great wait, I have
2: one more question. One um, more thing. Get, yes. or so also I just wanted to invite people who are here. To the Where Peter Is website because the articles and the stories and the publishers and the body of talent continuously amazes and enlightens me, and I really want everyone to know that there is a beautiful Where Peter Is is a beautiful online magazine website. What would you call it? Uh, I mean, it's like uh, the blog. yeah,
1: it's like a, a, I a call webs- it an web outlet. publication, web media outlet.
2: Yeah, I call it This is the live version where people are going to come yeah. on that some, sometimes there's probably going to be like a, a author's chat with some people who've written the articles. Like yeah. I know yeah. Melinda's written like a, uh, like, you know, there's been a lot of talented, talented people who write wonderful ways to look at how we can bring this movement to the next level. So I invite you all with love and with charity to not only invite your friends to the live stream but also visit the website when you have some time and check out some of the articles because it is just beautiful and uh enlightening sorry to interrupt thank you yeah. all, all right, right. Most we'll do people it. don't know yep. yeah
1: yeah i just stumbled up here on youtube like you've gotten <laughs> some troll comments it. that i deleted <laughs>
0: an exciting live stream yeah there were a few people that stumbled in um well thank you everyone for joining us we will have another episode here next week at the same time and we hope you all have a great night thank you You Bye. bye bye